Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store in store for you tonight. We will talk about the LSU and Tulane postgame along with the LSU softball postgame against Oklahoma as the Lady Tigers fell uh, 3-0 to to Oklahoma. But the Tigers, what was the score, Zach? 11-6, 11-7? Something like that. <laughs> Zach wasn't keeping score. Nevertheless, nevertheless, Tigers do win uh, in baseball. We'll talk about that tonight. Did y'all see this? This dude like started tweeting at me. Um, it's an account called Fire Jay Johnson. Come on, man. Come on, man. Are we are we there yet? Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> what are we what are we doing here? All right, so we'll talk about LSU and Tulane postgame. We'll also preview Kentucky. Um, look, Kentucky's just a really scrappy team, man. Zach Lee, Darren Williams, uh, Tyler Bosma, uh, uh, Bozma, uh, Travis Smith, uh, Hunter Gilliam, uh, Emil Petri, uh, Pitry. Uh, just got a lot of dudes that have had really good seasons. We'll talk a little bit about Kentucky here tonight. Brian Kelly gives a football update. We'll probably talk about that, too, at, at a good amount of length as well. We'll go around your SEC. Zachy will pull up some of the – Zach, if you can, um, just pull up some of, the, some of the scores for tonight and put them inside the chat. We'll go through them uh, at the end. So – um, we'll go around your SEC here tonight, and then as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake. Thoughts, questions, concerns, fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat, and we'll get to as many of them as we can throughout the show. Let's get to a couple comments, though, before we get rolling. Father A Bear says Blake's best tweet of the day was a Joe Bear hitting where, where it's pitched. Nothing makes me happier than a guy hitting the ball oppo when it's outside 60% of the time. Works every time. Brian Fantana Anchorman. It's true. What is the what is the father doing watching Anchorman? But I do love it. I do love it. Sixty percent of the time works every time. It's true. It, it's scientifically proven. Sixty percent of the time works every time. Uh, Kurt Paul says, you know, if you don't win all the midweeks, you don't win the national title. Yeah, that's true. Ask Ole Miss and Mississippi State. They won all of their midweek games the last two seasons, along with Vanderbilt the season before. Dylan Nation says, Big Blake, and Gizmas gives us one of these. So, I mean, I love you. I love you too, man. I love you too. Bo Jacks, who, by the way, Zach was so nervous. He said, Mr. Blake, they're coming back. Oh. 
We sit here and watch the game, and, and Zach's like, oh, Mr. Blake, here they come. Uh, but Bo Jack says Thatcher Hurt is bad. Well, in fairness now, in fairness, if he can close out games, I mean, he came in, gave up a walk, he had two Ks, and then a fly out to right field. So we'll see. Philip Rose says, hey, Blake, what, can, uh, what coach do you think LSU will choose for their D-line coach? I don't know who they will choose yet. Uh, we'll talk about that um, throughout the show, especially when Brian, when we talk about Brian Kelly. Uh, talking to the media today and giving some updates, Mike Scarborough from TigerBay.com uh, asked about the D-line coach. Brian Kelly said we'll, we'll make an announcement in about three weeks. We'll break that down, my thoughts on that. Brian Kelly doesn't say that if he doesn't know where he's going. Doug knows says, got to be message board uh, poster called Magician. He's a clown. Oh, man. There's no telling. There's no telling. They're like, you know what You know what gets me is everybody's like, Blake, why do you why do you respond to those kinds of people? You're too big of an account on Twitter. And I'm like, I'm a normal dude, bro. Like, what, I, I don't change ever. <laughs> I don't, I don't get that. Uh, Matthew Daigle says, hashtag ask Blake, how do we feel about the Pelicans going to the playoffs? I have no good or bad feelings about them. They are what they are at this point. If they're going to continue to cater to Zion, then so be it. Uh, Stephen Fry, our good buddy over at Fry Construction, says, good to see Hurd gain a little con uh, consistency tonight after seven straight balls to start his outing. We needed him badly. That we did. That we did. England, Danny Sr. says, any names uh, you hear on D-line coaches? We'll get to that tonight um, as well. Well, damn, Florida Florida beats F FSU. That's not a bad one. Uh, Tennessee, I saw that, did win 14-2. Uh, Ole Miss sucks. <laughs> Clemson got beat by uh, – or Clemson beat Georgia 8-1. to Alabama and Vandy routed their opponents. Okay, so we'll go around it. We'll just give it a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth uh, as well. I saw A&M was down early to uh, UTSA, um, so we'll see. Tyler says, you right, Rob. I thought he was saying – so Rob Boudreaux says, it seems like every pitcher was bad tonight. Well, so let's talk about that. So we'll we'll get this thing rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share all of those Facebook groups. Share all of those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube – like, subscribe, and notification bell. We greatly appreciate you doing that for us. If you listen to us on SiriusXM, TuneIn app, or wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. So let's do this. Let's take a really quick break. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. They're good friends over at Bet Online. We're back in one minute. Let's break down the game. Let's talk about what Brian Kelly had to say in his press uh, press conference today. We got so much we need to get into. We'll talk about Kentucky. Go around your SEC. Talk about it next. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's Believe50, B-L-E-A-V, 5-0 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno & Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino, sit you on by. Senior Pastor Lee on Facebook says, Old Piss, you mean? Okay. Okay. 
He also says, why should I be? Yes, I'm not. I'm not kind to Ole Miss ever. There you go, Zach. That's your dad. Roasting old piss. I love it. You got to love it. Pa- senior pastor, junior pastor, pastor the third. We call him Trey. Hashtag Morgan. Mike on YouTube says, what was the LSU two-lane score? 11 to 5. I was just joking. 11 to 5. Um, I did think Bryce Collins looked good. Am I, am I the only one who thought Bryce Collins didn't look okay? I mean, Blake Money got rocked, but <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? I mean, I don't think he looked bad. Um, Collins comes into the fifth, walk, fielder's choice, miss pop-up, but Jones gets a throw out to second, then he gets a strikeout. Um, let's see. Comes in in the bottom of the six, gets a fly out to, to left, hit by pitch, K. Also got another out. Um, I, I mean, I don't think he did bad, man. I don't know what, you know. I, I mean, I don't know. He gave up a double, and then he gave up back-to-back doubles and then before he got taken out. But, I mean, what, what are you going to do, man? I mean, I, I thought that he didn't do bad for him seeing the longest amount of action that he saw. So, look. In reference to tonight's game, I'm not going to spend a whole hell of a lot of time on it. It's a great win. It's an in-state opponent. You beat 11-5. to I like it. I mean, did you start off slow? Okay, but cute. Baseball is legitimately just a long game, man. You have nine innings to be able to come back from things. Um, I I like the way that this team responds. I mean, Tommy White had a two-RBI double. In the top of the third, and then the top of the fifth, uh, you had a Morgan single in the left field. Cruz singled in the left field as well. White has a sacrifice RBI. Beloso, who Zach was so wrong on, not t- telling me that he wasn't any good. Uh, Beloso gets an RBI single. Jones gets a double. But let me stop right there. What are we doing sending Beloso around third base? Hold, hold, so that will go unnoticed, okay, because you won. What are we doing sending K Beloso around third? Like, like, what are we doing? It's just, what are we doing? I mean, come on, man. Come on now. So, I mean, you had some very productive innings. You had some very productive at-bats. Bullpen was what it was. I mean, they're going to continue to be what they are, man. They're going to continue to be what they are. So I don't know what you necessarily expect um, from that or them. I mean, what what should you expect, right? I, I mean, you are who you are. And so you have some injuries, it hurts. It stings. You don't have Chase Shores. You don't have Garrett Edwards at the current moment. I mean, it, it stings. It stings. I mean, but you got you got 19 hits tonight, guys. 19 hits on 11 runs. What? What? I mean, what? Do, what do you? What are you complaining about? I, I don't get what we're complaining about. So you had some really productive at bats. Thompson got a home run. Um, Brain Joe Bear hit a bomb, which now Brain Joe Bear's role beget, gets even more enhanced, I think, because uh, Kling went down. You would hope that Kling's okay. Hopefully, it's not that hamstring, because that could be season ending. I mean, guys, four to six weeks, and where are we at in a month? In a month, we're at May 11th. Six weeks, you might, what are you in Hoover or, 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 or in a regional play? So, I mean, you're missing a large chunk if, he, if God forbid, he, he's out four to six weeks. I don't know why this God dog stream yard. It, it's got to be stream yard. It's not the internet. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Zach, you can hear me all right? You can see me all right? I, I, I don't know what's going on with this goddamn thing. Pisses me off. Um, either way, I mean, Beloso, both New Orleans guys went off tonight, right? Trey Morgan had a really big night. Kay Beloso had a really big night, 19 runs or 19 hits on 11 runs. I'm not going to sit here and complain about that. 
I thought the only interesting thing that I, I will continue to ask the question on, what do you do with Brady Neal and Alex Malazzo? Now, Malazzo went for one of four tonight, but it, it just seems like he's being a little bit more productive at times at the plate. A lot more productive times at the plate. So, you know, as we as we go through this, I mean, you got a you got a weekend series though that features a team in Kentucky that look they're not a team that's going to blow you out of the water, right? Kentucky's not going to blow you out of the water. Hunter Gilliam is their best hitter by far. He's hitting 393, 44 hits. This was going into today uh, in their game. Six home runs, 42 RBIs. Uh, Emil uh, Pitry. 356, one home run, 31 RBIs. Guys, when they get runners on, they start action, they hit the ball in the gaps, they're not a big power-hitting team. What are they? They have three uh, three players uh, that are above 500 on OPS. They have eight guys hitting above 288 or better. So basically, basically, their entire lineup is hitting close to 300. Their entire lineup is hitting close to 300. They have a very deep bullpen. Oh, and by the way, the opponent's batting average against Kentucky is .205. .205 is the batting average for hitters against Kentucky this season. So, like them, love them, or hate them, they're a really good team. You had a productive night in the midweek. On the road. Zach, is this outside of Texas? I think this is the only, and I'm not even really counting Texas a midweek road game because you were already in Austin, right? Like you were in Austin for five days. I'm not calling that Texas game a true midweek road game. Like you left on a bus today to go to New Orleans. So you go on the road, you play Tulane, and with a pretty decent crowd, you'll do that in a couple weeks when you go against Southeastern. I think May the 2nd, productive game, man. I mean, guys, anytime you score 11 runs, your offense isn't struggling. Now you gear up for a really big weekend. Here's the biggest thing with me about Kentucky. Zach, I'm still okay? You still can see me okay? Okay. I, I don't I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Let me try something, Zach. Let me try something. Hold on. Let's let's do this. Um, let's do this. Hold on one second. Be right back. Be right back. Hold on. I, I have no idea. All right. Let's see if let's see if this works. Let's see if this works. I came out and came back into the, to the studio. Um, I get the audio's fine. I, I I don't want the audio to be fine. Um, I wanted to go back to what it's been normal. This is four straight shows. So, StreamYard, you're about to owe me a hundred, a thousand bucks. Uh, Andrew Slee says I loved how their pitcher buzzed JT's head. Then JT went yard on him. Mic drop. I I I agree with that. Uh, getting back to Kentucky, they have a really good pitching staff. They're really good at the plate. They're going to get runners on. They're going to move them over. Not a power-hitting team. Not a power-hitting team. So, like them, love them, or hate them, like them, love them, or hate them, regardless, we'll see. They're just overall solid. The biggest thing for Kentucky for me is they have 21 players that are, are in the third year or more. So two-thirds of Kentucky's roster is guys that are juniors or better, three years or more. Old team, got a lot of dudes that have been in the program. They're 9-3 and three in the SEC. They didn't have a loss outside of the SEC. They're 27-3. and three. Zach, did they play tonight? Or Pooh, did they play tonight? They didn't play tonight? So, I mean... They're still 27-3. and three. The, the chances of them winning a midweek game are good, right? 
chances of them winning a midweek game are good. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Tyler says, Kentucky's a very technical sound team. Very technically sound team. Hey, man, I'm on a show. I'm on a show, man. You keep calling me. Call you back. (laughs) Why does everybody got to call us during the show? Rob Boudreaux says, Leah Van had a pick of cling with ice on his hamstring. That's not good. It's not good, especially how he came up on it and in that much pain. That's not good. We'll see as the week as the weekend prevail or, 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 or comes closer. I mean, you have some weather that you're going to have to overcome. You have a lot of so just things you're going to have to overcome. But Darren Williams for Kentucky's been really good. Zach Lee has been really good, and not I'm not talking about the Zach Lee that's the producer of this show or on Tigers Avenue. Travis Smith has gotten a lot of starts. I, I mean, they just have they have better dudes on the mound. They have a deeper bullpen than you do. The, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to go out there and beat them. Quite simply, your offense is just going to have to impose their will on Kentucky for you to take this series. Now, I don't know if Kentucky has played a team like LSU. I don't think that they've played a team like LSU. I don't think really anybody has played a team like LSU until you do play them. South Carolina might be the another option uh, in that. Vanderbilt, maybe. But is coming to the box going to be a big atmosphere, a big situation for the Wildcats, who traditionally hasn't had guys that has been in that type of atmosphere, that's been in this type of situation? How does their best pitcher look exactly? Hunter Gilliam's hitting 393. I I mean, they're a good, technically sound team. Does it get too much for them? If it does... Then we'll see. All right, a couple of comments. I don't know what to do with the video. I I have no idea. Uh, and, uh, Andrew Lee says, "Who was who has played? Who has Kentucky played in comparison to our SEC competition? Really, nobody. Uh, I mean, really, nobody. They don't. They haven't had a massive schedule. But the last time we said that, Mister Lee, we played. We said that about South Carolina and." You're a Gavin Duga grand slam away from being 0-2. So it's not as if – and look, they, they the series win that they had a couple of weeks ago, uh, weekends ago, I think it was either Georgia or whoever they played, they were beating them like run-ruling them. I mean, like run-ruling them. An SEC team. Now, Georgia's not a good, a good example of that. I, I get that. They're run-ruling them. So, I don't know. Josh Noel on YouTube says, Kentucky is coming off a serious loss to Georgia. So, it wasn't Georgia. Uh, So, they're going to be super hungry. There you go. Yeah, it was Georgia that they played. Maybe I'll have to go back and look who they played a couple weekends ago. But it was was a uh, a massive run differential. They were putting on them. But you're right, it was Georgia that they that they beat. Doug knows says Kentucky hasn't played anyone they can't hit. I don't I, I'm not gonna go there, man. I, I'm not gonna go there. I, I mean, Doug, they're they're twenty seven and three. I, I mean, let me pull this up. I mean, we'll pull it up, Kentucky baseball schedule. I mean, we'll pull this up, man. Let's see. All right, so obviously they swept Mississippi State. They took two or three from Alabama. They swept number 25 Missouri, and they did lose the the, the weekend series to Georgia. Uh, the Louisville game was postponed, then they come here to Baton Rouge. That game on Thursday will be at 7 p.m. on the SEC Network. Got a good bullpen, though. I, I mean, you can't deny what they've done so far. I mean, I'm not saying that they're an a, you know an elite team, but they're a really good team. I mean, I don't think I, I think anybody 27 and three at this point at this point you got to take somewhat seriously, 
right? Somewhat seriously. You, you, let me see. You beat Missouri 10 to nothing. You beat Missouri 12 to 2. So you run ruled in SEC, a top 25 opponent twice. Um, 9 to 5 against Alabama, 4 to 3 against Alabama. You swept Mississippi State, 17 3, 12 3, 6 to 5. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to subscribe to the notion that they're a bad team. I, I'm, just, I'm just not, not going to do it yet. And especially when you don't really know what you got in your bullpen. So what my question would be, if you don't have Chase Shores, if you don't have a, a Garrett Edwards, if you don't have a consistent Riley Cooper, what does Bryce Collins give you? What do, what do some of these guys give you? I mean, I'm, I don't think everybody was talking about tonight. Um, everybody was talking about tonight about the announcers for Tulane. What did he say that was fictional or was factually wrong? He said LSU's biggest worries bullpen. Their bullpen right now. They have a couple injuries. What what was he wrong at? You don't have a midweek guy that you can run out there. Same guy for Texas. The the taller uh, uh, the taller uh, guy Johnson. He's been their midweek guy all all season. Don't tell me teams don't have midweek guys. I mean, you go look at it. So I, I mean. Your bullpen, you're not you're not in a situation where you should you should be a little bit more questionable about things. It's not taking anything away from LSU. You had injuries. Do I think that they're gonna host the regional? Can they get to a super regional? How can they get to Omaha with what's currently going on? Yeah, they can. But don't act like it's gonna be easy peasy lemon squeezy. I mean, when you got Christian Little only able to go out for a first inning and then some of the wheels start falling off. What do you what, what do you want to say here? I don't know. I I I I, I just don't know. Uh Travis Tucker, good teams win one run games. They do. They do. They got a couple of them. Doug knows says Georgia doesn't have crap at pitching and whole staffed Kentucky. Okay. Do we need to pull up the 2017 LSU schedule? I mean, teams have lost to inferior opponents in a weekend matchup and not been a bad team. I mean, going into the weekend, they were 26 and one. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you, Doug. I, do I think that they're better than LSU? No, I don't think that they're better than LSU. But don't act – they're a top 12 opponent coming in and we're acting like they're a bad team. D1 Baseball has got them uh, ranked as the number 12 team in the country. We're going to sit here and act like they're not good. I never I never thought I was going to come into the chat tonight. One, have more internet problems that StreamYard hasn't fixed. And then, you know, this. I don't know. I don't know. Zach, let's talk some Brian Kelly. Hopefully my internet will work. <laughs> Let's hope it starts working. I need to do something. I need to do something. I don't know what I need to do, but we need to do something. All right. So talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. We're back in 45 seconds. Talk to Brian Kelly next. By the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. You're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family or you're facing criminal charges. You need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. We're back. 
Uh, Bo Jack says LSU's average ERA and SEC play is way too high. No doubt. No doubt. Stefan says this stream isn't too bad. Blake audio is fine. Video glitches every now and then. Okay, well, we'll just have to muscle through it. Just it drives me insane. It drives me insane. A couple more before we get to Brian Kelly. Josh Noel, Kentucky is ranked for a reason, but they still haven't really played a team like LSU. But uh, Josh and I agree with that. But who has? I mean, who has? I, I'm not sitting here saying that LSU is losing to Kentucky. I think LSU just has a – this weekend, I just think that LSU has a, a – I don't want to say a very tough opponent, but, guys, a, a top 15 opponent, a number 12 opponent. Kentucky does not have slouches. Zach Lee, like we mentioned, Zach Lee, Darren Williams, uh, Tyler Bozma, uh, Travis Smith, Hunter Gilliam, Emil uh, Pitry, those guys aren't slouches, right? Like, they have some really good dudes. I just want to preface that for everybody. And the one thing that a lot of good teams in baseball normally have, like how Notre Dame took down probably the best team in college baseball last season in Tennessee, was they had a crap load of seniors on that Notre Dame team. Kentucky has 21 players that have been in college baseball three years or more. Three years or more. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, I, you know, I just don't I, like. I, I see a lot of you coming in the chat and saying that we're gonna like. I don't want to say put words in your mouth, but railroad Kentucky. Okay, maybe. I hope we do. I hope we do. But they're no slouch. All right, let's get to Brian Kelly. So Brian Kelly met with the media today. And he had a lot of updates, right? He had a lot of things that he had to say. We'll run through a couple of these things, but let me get a couple of the smaller things out of the way. Number one, I'm going to be cautious when I say this. If LSU were to play a football game today, like an actual football game, Greg Brooks and Major Burns would play. Say that again. If LSU were to play a game today, Greg Books and Major Burns would play. I know that Major Burns was on that little bit of a scooter or whatever, but, I mean, how precautionary is that? How precautionary is this Major Burns thing? We saw guys like Will Campbell riding around the scooter last year. People were getting pictures of him on a Thursday and on a Saturday. He's playing against, uh, you know, Ole Miss or whoever it was. So, I'm not worried about Greg Brooks. I'm not worried about Major Burns. So I know that Brian Kelly talked today about a couple of pair of injuries. Guys, a lot of this is just precautionary. They're wanting to get through spring without any serious injury, work on uh, get on technical and tactical stuff out of the way, get your fundamentals out of the way, play your spring game uh, uh, that's going to be a week from Saturday on April 22nd, and be done with it. That's their hope. Now, Another thing. Let me get to this first because I want to get to what Brian Kelly talked about the defensive line. I don't know who asked the question, but I'm glad Brian Kelly put this to bed. Somebody asking about Harold Perkins not rushing the passer as much next season because Harold Perkins got moved into the inside. Let me also say, how dumb do we have to be to think as LSU fans and media that Harold Perkins on third down is not going to be rushing the passer. Guys, they got to find other things for him to do on defense. They're going to give their best player more responsibilities as he continues to progress on this team. So when Brian Kelly mentions about Harold Perkins and everybody's like, why isn't he rushing the passer? Brian Kelly's direct quote today, who said Harold Perkins wasn't going to rush the passer? Well, Koji's playing an inside backer this spring. Well, no shit. <laughs> no shit. You're getting your base defense in. And I will tell you right now, 
They are going to rotate three dudes in and out. They are going to rotate three dudes in and out. Where, where are we getting this notion from? Where are we getting this notion from that Harold Perkins isn't going to rush the passer when he led your teams in sacks last year? Where are y'all getting that from? Uh, some of the questions that I, I, I don't get it. Brian Kelly ended it with this about Harold Perkins. Everyone is going to game plan for him. We have to put him in a better position. Are we, are we making stuff up at this point? Are we making stuff up at this point? Because that's what it seems like to me. Guys, come on, man. Come on. Uh, last thing before we get to this coaching search. Ryan, so we talked about Greg Brooks and Major Burns being out. Brian Kelly purposely circled back around and said the following. We will be... Um, he, or he said this about Ryan Yates. He's had to get a lot of processing this spring. He's had to make a lot of checks at that safety position with some guys being out, and he's gotten a lot of run here lately. He was in the two-minute drill today during practice. That's why I love midterm enrollees. It's, it, it's why I love midterm enrollees because Ryan Yates, God willing, like – this is some, even barring injury, right? Like even barring, uh, you know, God willing, Greg Brooks doesn't get hurt in the season. Major Burns doesn't get hurt during the season. Like God willing, those guys stay healthy throughout the season. But we all see this in games where a guy's helmet pops off. And what if Ryan Yates, a guy's helmet pops off, and Ryan Yates has to go there, uh, go out in the field and play safety, third and four, Alabama, they can, you know, you hold them here. You win the SEC West. Like, that's why I love that he's in this situation now. Ryan Yates is the epitome, and, and Mag Markway are the epitome of what it looks like to be, to have midterm enrollees and young guys taking reps in the spring. So, I don't know. I mean, I said this and kind of got poo-pooed upon. Ryan Yates kind of reminded me a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say, look, do I think the kid's going to be that good? Is he good that good right now? No. But the Hamil the Kyle Hamilton kid, they have a lot of the same measurables. And Brian Kelly likes those kinds of safeties. I don't think Yates is that fast. He's definitely not that tall and that, and that big of a safety. Um but Brian Kelly likes him a lot. And he's playing, man. He's running with the ones. How many three stars do you know running with the ones? As a freshman. Guys, when's the last time a, a three-star freshman ran first-team reps in spring? Do y'all remember any? No? Zach, Pooh Bear, everybody sleep. Jesus came back. <laughs> Pooh Bear, Pooh Bear, you asleep? I don't know what's going on. All right. Uh, Andrews Lee says, boy. Oh, Ole Miss lost to Memphis. I just say it again. Oh, did they really? Did they really? Uh, Deion Blake says, Blake, are you slimming down? Yes, a little. 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 Carnivore diet, man. I told you all about that. Carnivore diet. Boy down, boy down some pounds. In a month. Oh, shit. All right, so just a quick update. Jay Johnson said that Clink's injury... I'm sure it's significant. Oh, man. All right. Back to this Brian Kelly thing. So, I like Yates. I, I know that a lot, of, and I saw this in the uh, – Doug Nose says this in the comments. He says a lot of the major services papooed on Ryan Yates. You're right. He, they did. 
You're right, they did. So, for what it's worth, your head coach likes the kid. Your head coach likes the kid. All right, so let's get to the major part of what Brian Kelly had to say today. So, Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com mentioned and asked him about the timeline for the defensive coach, asked him what does he look for in a, in a D-line coach. Well, he didn't really answer the D-line coach. So, he asked him what does he look for. He asked him a timeline. That's what Mike asked him. This is what Brian Kelly said about the D-line coach before I give my opinion. He says, we will know in about three weeks and announce a D-line coach. I have a sh- uh, We want to get through this spring and do that. I wonder where we heard that before. We said that exact, that exact same quote here last night. And then he says, after we get through scr- spring, we will begin the process. I don't necessarily agree with him. This is my opinion. I said this legitimately last night on the show when we were talking about the D-line coach update. I think Brian Kelly has his dude. Or... If he doesn't have the dude, right? Like if if Brian Kelly doesn't have the exact guy that he wants, like if it's not a deal that's signed, sealed, delivered, then he's really close. Then he's really, really close to having that. When you come out and say something, and I'll quote here, and again, we said this legitimately last night. When you say and give a timeline that we're going to we're going to have a coach here in 3 weeks, what conversations has he had? Now he did say it makes it easier to go on the road uh, when you go out and recruiting after spring and can talk to candidates. I think that that was a little tongue in cheek. Maybe he wants to go meet the coach before he brings them in officially face to face, stuff like that. But I think that that he knows Brian Kelly's too calm. The, the 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 waters around Baton Rouge are way too calm on the surface for Brian Kelly not to know of at least two dudes that he wants to go after. Now, who is that? Again, the, like I mentioned last night, legitimately opinion piece. Is it Bo? Is it Bo Davis? I don't know. I. I do not know. But why would you have that much confidence? Why would you have that much confidence? I don't know. Tyler, that's what we're talking about now. But Tyler says, "Who's the front runner?" So to to go on the compare or to go on what we're talking about now, I don't know. But Brian Kelly seems to know who he's who he's going after and who he's getting, or the very short list. In re- in reference to Bo Davis, you guys, that would be where I could go if you can make it actually happen. If you can actually make it happen, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Like, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. No clue on why you wouldn't do that. Great recruiter, great developer, has done a lot of good things in this league. An LSU Baton Rouge guy. He can come home. Sounds a, It reminds me, really, maybe not to this magnitude, but you already did it with your O-line coach and Brad Davis. Both of them just so happen to be Davis. Now, is that where they're going? I don't know. But one thing I do know, and we're learning a lot about Brian Kelly as this goes on. When we, when he was hired and he was hired uh, as the next LSU head coach and he was hiring his staff, we didn't really know what to expect. And, and that's, di- that's a different circumstance when Brian Kelly's already been here, won the SEC. You don't know what he's like during a coaching search. I mean, the first coaching search that he had to go after, he already knew that he was hire- who he was hiring. He did some interviews with uh, Marty Biaggi. He, he, he did those interviews. Lo and behold, he just promoted a guy from within. So, you, I mean, it, it really wasn't anything. It really, really, really wasn't anything. So then... Well, I, I, I guess, I, I guess for me, I just don't know why he would, 
why he would make that statement. In about three weeks, we'll make an announcement and you will know. I don't think he says that lightly. Brian Kelly is too calculated of a dude, too calculated of an individual to make that kind of just blatant statement for it to not to come not to come true. I mean, where has he gone wrong so far either? And I see that. I mean, there's nowhere where he's gone far, he's gone wrong. He kept Brad Davis, he brought in Frank Wilson, maybe Cortez, maybe. I don't really believe that. Not yet, at least. Matt House, Jamar Kane. I mean, where's he gone wrong yet? I don't think he's gone wrong wrong yet anywhere. So when you go out and get a guy, when you go out and get a guy like Bo Davis, you send you send shockwaves everywhere. Everywhere. You need a guy that can recruit and develop. And Bo Davis does that for you instantly. But Again, what do I what do I know? I I've never, ever, ever, ever seen a coach be that confident and yeah, we'll get you something in about three weeks. Now, let's see what happens in three weeks. Maybe he's just giving you a timeline so you don't keep asking the questions all over and over and over and over and over again. Because every time we've seen Brian Brian Kelly over the last two weeks, he, he's been asked the same quote, Coach, what about the D-line coach? What about the D-line coach? What about the Because he ain't going to say nothing. I don't know why y'all keep asking him. He He's not like Orgeron. He's not like Orgeron. He's not going to give you a play-by-play of what's going on in a press conference. If anything, there's like three people that know. The guy you interview, I mean, like officially know. The guy that, Brian Kelly, Scott Woodward, and the guy that they probably interviewed. Now, in the coaching world, they gossip more than, than anybody. Ask any college coach that you know. College coaches gossip among one another more than women ever would. College coaches gossip and talk to each other more than women ever would. Talk to one of them. It's gossip city in that thing. Sex in the city. <laughs> Friends, what you going to do? All right. I hope StreamYard fixes this stupid crap, man. <laughs> like, come on, dude. This is getting out of control. This is getting out of control. Hopefully the stream's been good enough, <laughs> but you can't clip it when it's this shitty. Uh, all right, a couple comments. And Bo Jack says, if coach pulls off Bo Davis, he's the goat. Doug knows says, I think it's done. I mean, I think it's done too. Without pen being the paper. I think that they have an agreement. Uh, then smacks a two out of two strike double walk it off. What happened? Uh, Tyler says, I'm sure Kelly is going to hire someone that's more than capable. I would think so, especially at that position. I mean, he, he, he's done really good at hiring coaches amongst both lines of scrimmage. So, Bo Davis, Elijah Robinson, whoever it is, Pat Hill, uh, 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 Gerald Chapman. Doesn't matter at that point. I mean, I, I think he... He's going to bring the guy that he knows best to to do the best job for LSU. One thing is for certain is Brian Kelly said that there's a laundry list of people that are coming and wanting to be the next defensive line coach at LSU. He's not wrong. That's why he doesn't have to panic. Unlike what Ed did. Ed didn't have to panic. Ed, wasn't, Ed was panicked 24-7 about who's going to be this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. We're going to replicate, you know, 
this, that, and the third. And I hate to bring that back up. Why do we keep, you know, but I, I, it's just a comparison of where we're going, where we've been and where we're going. So you mentioned three weeks. You mentioned that there's a laundry list of people that want to be here. You mentioned certain things that you look for in a defensive line coach. For me, when someone like Brian Kelly talks the way that they're talking, to me, sounds like he's been in constant contact or somewhat amount of contact with his next D-line coach. Or his agents, the agents have been involved here. And, and, And majority of the time what happens, now I'm not saying this is what happened here, you call your agent, your agent gives you a laundry list full of guys that are D-line coaches that you can go and call and ask if they want to be here. You make phone calls. That's how it works. I mean, hell, that's basically how he stole Jamar Kane from USC. Actually, I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. So, yeah. Ryan says, if it's Chapman, then I'm cool with it. We'll have to see. Tyler says, part of me thinks it's going to be out of left out of left field hire. Could be, too. We don't know where he's going. This will, this hire, this hire will tell us a lot that we need to know about Brian Kelly. It'll tell us a lot. How he acts, how he does things. Is he stressed? Is he panic? Is he relaxed? Is he cool? Is he calm? You know, when, when he didn't have an OC or a DC in here, he was he was legitimately, if you remember, every time we spoke to him from a media aspect, he was like, got to get the OC in here, got to get the OC in here, got to get the OC in here. And I think he was just continuously sending hits that Mike Denbrock was going to be his guy, but we'll see. All right, this, dream, this stream's driving me crazy. Hopefully we can come back tomorrow and there'll be no issues. <laughs> All right, we'll guess it up tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.